Welcome back to another episode of Supporting Local with Karis. I'm Karis Saunders and today I spoke to Nick and Erin from Daisy Studios. They do gorgeous loungewear and I'm honestly obsessed. Like we're talking sweatshirts, t-shirts, even like travel mugs and stuff which is just so cool. And we spoke about how they are very environmentally conscious, how they got into Balmoral show this year which is just incredible. And their insane travel plans, like I am very very jealous. I do go over and have a little nosy at all their stuff down below of course while you listen and make sure to put it in your calendars that we are doing our market next week Sunday the 30th of April from 10 to 4 over in Seinfeld. I really hope you can make it. You can get all info over on the Supporting Your Goal with Karis Instagram and Facebook again link down below and now let's go chat to Aaron and Nick. So obviously we're a couple and we kind of met during lockdown one and we're both sort of quite entrepreneurial people and we were kind of like that about each other. So we kind of started it that way. We were both freshly graduated at university. You know, jobs were during lockdown one not easy to come by. So we were just like, well, why don't we start a business together and see what we can come up with? And we're both into our passion. So we know sort of what we wanted to do and it was kind of come away from like, we're not really a big fan of fast fashion, kind of both environmentally conscious so we wanted to come up with like high quality but affordable products sweatshirts hoodies sort of loungewear and things like that so there's a gap in the market, so it's fine quality, but also affordable. At the same time, we both kind of love supporting local and, you know, we love markets and things like that. So that's kind of where the, the whole business sort of started up. I think it sort of kind of started with socks, didn't it? It was the, the tie-dye socks was kind yeah. of the, the original idea, which looking back now, we're kind of like, Ugh. Yeah, like, <laughs> like your first yeah. product's always like embarrassing. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Um, but uh, it definitely it snowballed from there we just kept yeah. kind of growing from there Nick has a degree in sustainability and I have a degree in finance so like we're able to use those quite well together because yeah. they're like so different yeah. so we're able to apply them to the business as well mm-hmm. so that's so interesting that you know obviously neither of you have kind of done like business or marketing or fashion but yet you've come together to make this clothing brand and it's incredible yeah but you had a sort of a shop before didn't you, you kind of did yeah. I've always kind of been like, entrepreneurial I was like making jewellery when I was like 13 and like obviously yeah. like for pocket money and stuff things like that and like, I could always imagine myself running my own business but obviously when you go to uni you're like preoccupied by that so I think lockdown was like a really perfect time to like start a business I know lots yeah. of people did that just because you really had time to like slow down and like think about what you wanted to do and kind of have the time to like develop a product you know like everyone was like spending a lot of time indoors a lot of time for research and like all that so yeah. I think it actually helped us in that sense yeah where we were able to actually put our main focus on like growing a business i think it's only like post lockdown now when you realize life's really in the way now where like mm-hmm. before you probably didn't realize it at the time but we had so much free time to sort of come up with ideas and sort of start something i think a lot of people are i think a lot of when, even in the markets we're in now we kind of chat to people and people are saying like that's where they came up with their ideas because they had so much free time to do things so that was kind of a, a blessing in the sky i think wasn't it yeah. yeah every silver lining yes no absolutely so if you started with those tie-dye socks I mean I think everybody had a pair or wanted a pair yeah. so how did you kind of move on to like you said your sweatshirts you have t-shirts you still do socks but slightly different yeah. even down to like your mugs like how did the kind of journey go then I think um, a big thing for us was that we wanted to like, create pieces that people could have on their wardrobe for years and I think the thing with tie-dye was that it was quite like a trendy product at that time like I know everyone had like tie-dye hoodies yeah like everything so 
we realized, like we quickly realized actually that it was just a trendy product that would eventually just go out of fashion. And we were thinking like, what kind of products can we make where people are going to buy something like a t-shirt or a sweatshirt and they're going to have it for years to come and it's never going to go out of fashion and it's not going to end up like in someone's bin or like in landfill. Yeah. So we tried to think of products that people would love for years and that were going to be good quality and they weren't going to wash out or they weren't going to kind of get ruined with, with age. So that was kind of how we came up with our products that we sell now. Moving away from those typical fast fashion trend and kind of ideas and slowing it down a bit and focusing more on quality over Mm. kind of like what's trended, I guess. And the designs, I'm a very artistic and it's more artistic in that sense, like coming up with the designs. So like you had the logo and everything, but we had t-shirts before, which were like lower quality. While we enjoyed doing it, didn't feel true to what we were trying to actually put out there. So I think that's when we started contacting suppliers, getting samples together, finding out what we really liked. And then that's what we've come up with, what we've got now, which is them high quality products in comparison to what we had sort of two, three years ago where it was lower quality and it was, like I say, it wasn't really true to what we, what yeah. we wanted to do. Yeah, kind of, it's much better now. Getting the slightly higher quality bits like investing so that it does last that much longer mm. for your customers. That's yeah, right. for sure. So I know you both work at crazy, crazy schedules. So what is an average day in the business? Like how do you even manage to see each other, let alone run a business together? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you've got us sat down together. But <laughs> <laughs> our first day, we've actually had more than 10 minutes together. Yeah, so well, we both work full time. Aaron works sort of 9-5 during the day at the moment, and I work evenings and nights. It's actually rare that we're both working on the business at the yeah, same time yeah, together. So, we, have yeah. our, we have like our own tasks, I guess, mm-hmm. well, before work. Probably be emails and trying to get into shops, you know, chatting to shops, chatting to people, chatting to customers. I do a lot with suppliers, so I sort of message them and sort of trying to source samples, source where our deliveries are and everything with strikes and delays and everything so it's, it's been a challenge as well getting to them and then just for example today there was the colours we have new white t-shirts coming so it's quite hard to do when you're chatting to suppliers with colouring of like how we want colours on our and what we want the logo colour to be thread yeah. colour so it's like doing that over text it's like everything seems so much harder when you're messaging someone I wish I was just like standing next to them sort of like I message them a lot that would be sort of my yeah. I guess like in the evening times so when I come home it's a lot of kind of fulfilling orders so I would pack a lot of the orders do up pick them back in multiple post office runs every week yeah. <laughs> and then obviously like we do a lot of markets so if we have a market from that weekend like it's so time consuming to like get everything organised so I would dedicate maybe a few hours each evening getting products ready or and signs ready or if yeah. we have a new product making sure everything is like tagged and everything's like good to go Yeah. and then I would also so kind of do more of like the website as well so like updating the website updating the stock quantities putting photos online and and then also social media takes up a lot of our time so yeah. like in the evenings we would spend a lot of time on doing i don't know like tiktoks or like instagram yeah. like pictures as that's well. not even me i don't really like doing social <laughs> so what has been the biggest challenge since you started then well i assume part of it is actually seeing each other to work on the business together yeah. but- <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I think one of the biggest challenges for me anyway was is social media. Like, I think it's so difficult to like, stay on top of it because obviously you have a million and one other things to do and it takes up so much of your time and like you put so much hours and effort into it and then to see like a video get 20 views, like it's so disheartening. Because you're just like really hoping that it just like does really well. And obviously a lot of sales are generated, well, for us anyway, through our Instagram. Mm-hmm. So that's like our kind of main like source of marketing. So trying to stay on top of that it is a challenge especially when like you're running the content ideas or you're having one of those days where like you just can't think of anything yeah. you still have to post and you still have to be active yeah. or if you want like a break from your phone like you can't really because yeah. you have to be on here all the yeah, time trying so to stay like, relevant all the time yeah so, yeah so it gets a bit draining i think a lot of screen time yeah mine would probably be our like deliveries and stuff the one of the hardest things for me is like trying to find the balance between having too much stock and not enough for example, we ordered socks there, and then that market over the weekend, they flew off. I'm like, should I go and order more, or should I sort of hold off? And it's yeah. like trying to find one thing, trying to find out what's right and what's wrong. And like everything is trial and error, but that's the biggest challenge is, is trying to find what people love and how much we sell of it and sort of trying to find that balance. So kind of on the flip side then, what would be like your greatest success story almost like did you ever have a moment kind of like oh my word like we did this we were actually talking about this today we've got into the makers market of Balmoral this year Incredible. and I was a really big moment for us because we've just been kind of doing like smaller markets and actually get into a market this big with this magnitude and this much footfall like that's a huge step up for us so it's yeah. like a really proud moment for us yeah we've only started we've only been going like what two three years to actually be able to say that we're going to be at one of like the biggest events in the yeah. country it's, it's big, yeah. yeah yeah our growth for 2023 i mean it's been three four months it's been pretty big we've grown especially this last sort of three months which i think has been an achievement in itself because we didn't really expect it um like we plan to travel here at the end of this year and sometimes we doubt ourselves or is we heading in the right direction but like you know sometimes we just stop and look at the numbers and look how it's growing and and i think the last sort of four months have been a real growth and we're quite proud of that oh incredible well fingers crossed i can get to balmoral and can see there yeah. oh, so <laughs> yeah, it looks like there's gonna be some really really cool stores there and stuff we were like we were looking at they actually give us the list yesterday was it and it looks like there's gonna be like some really, yeah. really cool places Great local businesses. There. I've never been to it, and I was into Aaron. Oh, I'm a bit worried. Is it just like a bit of a farmers market? You know, like it's going to be very farmy, and we're going to get a bit lost there. But from that makers market, that looks like there's some stuff that's quite close to what we're doing, and yeah. sort of different. Yeah. It's not there's just farmers stuff. So stuff yeah, yeah. Like yeah. We can't wait. Yeah, no, I do kind of love it because I feel like I'm like a farmer at heart. Like. I don't live on a farm or anything, like nothing. Yeah. But you know, seeing the animals and all, and I'm like, oh my word. Yeah. Yeah, but I know a few different podcast guests who are going to be at Memorial, so you're not going to be alone, like with the cows and the sheep, like, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're worried about. Yeah. yeah. Like, is it like a cow market or something. We're not welcome here, but I think it's going to be, I think it'll be great. Yeah. So oh, it's so good. And have you ever thought about doing any like collaborations with other local businesses, like whether it's maybe like a styling thing, do you know, with another clothing brand or like an artist doing, do like a limited design or something? In the past, we've done something with a, what was it called, a hot sauce company okay. um, called Too Much Eat. He was a guy that we knew and we like created like a, well, I say we, Aaron created a cool design <laughs> that, um, 
it was like uh, hot sauce bottles, popular hot sauce bottles, and like oh, sriracha. Wow. Yeah. And we made it for him, and then it kind of was really popular, so we kind of had it as a design. I think we should do it again, actually. I really enjoyed that. So we did that. Yeah, before. we did a lot of money. Club. Yeah, it was really, really cool. And, and it was like a giveaway and stuff, and a competition, and it was really good for us. But we have thought about doing collaboration with like a conservation charity or something okay we had an idea to come up with something where we have a design we are quite passionate about sort of marine life and things like that so we wanted to do something like maybe like save turtles or something like that where we can come up with a design with a turtle on it or a sort of ocean-based thing and then we can sell them and then give a percentage of the, the revenue then to, to the charity so that's something we're definitely looking to get into and something we're quite passionate about so we'd love to, to definitely take that on so exciting well I'm sold <laughs> so <laughs> you'll definitely have a lease on customer I love everything ocean and yeah conservation yeah. a thousand percent we, we're really really into that I mean that's what we did when we were traveling with things like just being in the sea it's something that's got a bit of our heart so we do definitely want to get into that Incredible. and it also give back as well so like sure. yeah like if we're working so hard and the business is growing like to like share that growth with like something that's so worthwhile as well yeah it's, it's definitely yeah. it's really good so do you have anything coming soon that you can give us a little teaser for like new products new ranges anything like that well obviously we're going to be at Balmoral which yes. is so exciting and then we actually got into our first store as well which is going to be coming at the end of this month um, in Glenarm on the coast so that's really exciting yeah. obviously as we're getting these bigger markets and we've got our first store we're obviously coming up with some new products we have new t-shirt designs in the works as well that hopefully should be here by the end of the month so that all should be on the website pretty soon as well it's a white tea we realise we don't have anything white and white is like staple of those wardrobes so yeah, a staple summer t-shirt yeah it's just going to be white tees with different coloured logos and we're going to have quite a bit of stock in them as well but with the same have you any idea of where you would like to be in the future like you've obviously been going for a couple of years now do you like five years time what's the big big dream we are big on traveling and um, we spent mm-hmm. a lot of last year traveling and we definitely the next five years want to do more of that and um, we've got plans to go to australia and do a bit more of southeast asia and everything Amazing. so Ideally, in five years, we want to be able to run the business remote. Obviously, we can do all like the back end stuff and like the market and everything just from our laptops, and um, which is the stuff that we really enjoy. Um, and then with that, then we'd also need to have maybe our very first like employee, mm-hmm. maybe one or two employees as well that can kind of touch or keep hold the base down here and like unpack the orders for us as well. That yeah. would be like our dream, I think, in the yeah. next five years. Yeah, I think if, if the business was sort of not running itself, but it was in a place where we, we both know that we're not nine to five people. And I think we live in a world now where you don't need to work nine to five. And yeah. You, you can like work from anywhere in the world now. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're connected enough where you can work anywhere in the world and run the business. I know we know a couple of people that are doing it already where we can do the back end and sort of pay someone to the front end. So we hope that's where the business is going. We think it's where the business is going. We want to be somewhere where the sun's shining on us and we're about to see. Because that's when we feel our most inspired. Yeah, yeah. as well. So, so I think the ideas will just get better as we yeah. travel. Oh, yeah. And we'll meet more people, we'll meet more, get more ideas. If we can have this running maybe here or here and wherever we, we are, that I'd, I'd love that. 
That'd be so cool. And literally think of all the designs. Like if you go around Asia, go around Australia, like there would be absolutely class. Yeah, and then obviously content as well. Like yeah. Our Instagram will be yeah, cool. Like, <laughs> if we can make content other in other places in the world. Obviously it is beautiful here, but like to make it as well across the world it would be would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we can all admit Australia is much nicer than Northern Ireland. It's it's yeah. okay, we can say it. <laughs> we do love local, but it's just a lot nicer and a lot warmer. Yeah. A lot sunnier. Yeah, yeah. So guys, just to finish up, what would be some of your favourite local businesses then? Only because it was only on Saturday at St. Broad Market. I don't know if you've seen them, but there was a guy called Gardener's Kitchen. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you comment on the right, and I think that was like his first time mm-hmm. there, and he's only just getting started up. But so we're both vegetarian, and we kind of find it hard to find good vegetarian food. And he was chatting to us, and he was doing everything that he made, sort of he'd grown in his garden, I think, or he was growing it locally and sourcing everything really locally, like cabbages or something he had were sourced from St. Field itself. So it was all local and the food was amazing. So it was fresh. We had a falafel sandwich and he gave us some chips and it was like a soup, wasn't it, as well? Yeah. It was unbelievable. Real, really, really, real definition really, of a local business. Like, and so fresh. And he was so passionate about what he was doing and it was like inspiring. So really, really loved that. There's so many local businesses. Like, yeah. it's so hard to pick just one. Like, we yeah. love so many. We also like Cosway Aromatics. Yeah. You know, Gina that runs that. She um, is so passionate about what she does as well. She does, like, soaps and candles inspired by the Causeway Coast. She's got a really great business going as well. Yeah. She runs it from Belfast. Yeah. She helps us a lot as well. Um, she's very, been very, very good to us. And obviously, she's our first shop we're getting into. So, yeah. We're in so many markets now. Like, every time we go to one, Erin spends all the money on all the, all the <laughs> businesses that are there. So, it's really hard. Like, it's so hard. I just want to buy everything. All, like, yeah. Oh, uh, Monday's Tribe. Monday's oh, tribe. yeah. Stunning. It's so nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she just started her own, like, permanent jewelry pop up, mm. which is so dope. Anyway, yeah, I'm so excited. She is going to be doing it at my market at the end of the month. And I was like, Laura, fit me in. And she was like, there's too, yeah. like, too many people booked. And I was like, Laura. <laughs> I need priority. <laughs> like, eight in the morning, I will be there, Laura. Like, you're not escaping yeah. with, if I don't have an idea. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, such a unique idea. And, like, yeah. the first person to do it. I'm yeah. Like, really, really good. Aren't Erin and Nick so nice? I love their stuff so much. So, if you're interested, do go over it. All links are down below. Have a little nosy at their website, their Instagram, everything like that. And if you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you did, do please go over it wherever you're listening, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave us a little rating or review. And make sure it's in your calendars if you want to meet some of the podcast guests. Next week, Sunday, 30th of April, 10 to 4 over in Seenfield. I will hopefully see you there, and I'll be back next week with a brand new episode.